0: you got to fill me in on uh, the 68 Manhattan Beach Open and what the winner's bracket finals was like and what the scores were and um, how evenly matched you remember you guys being. Shoot. Oh,
1: God. It was three deuce games all over... I don't think I have anything that will tell the scores, but it was all way over 11.
0: Right, like some of them were like 15, 13, 17, 15, etc., etc. Never more than two
1: points. No, the final so was all two points. Let me see if this book says anything.
0: Well, more so about the play. You know, what was the play like?
1: Perfect. You know, <laughs> Worst the volleyball book, Connie? The one that's always here, the Manhattan Beach book.
0: She used it to start the bonfire the other night, Ron. How do you yeah, feel about probably. that? probably. <laughs> I know that's how Marina wants to deal with uh, some of this stuff when I'm doing it so often. One day I'm going to come home and find my uh, computer and recording device and everything uh, in a million pieces on the driveway.
1: Hope not.
0: Uh, uh, as the saying goes, I'm cruising for a bruising.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll get it in a second. It says it was three games in three hours.
0: Yep, so you're playing three games... Well, you're playing games to 11. In
1: the final, the only score they give is the final, 21 to 19, the first game. But the finals of the winners. I can't find the scores.
0: Well, I mean, from what I heard, they were like 17-15, 18-16, 17-15, that kind of thing. More importantly, though, um, what do you remember about the, the the matches and the play. And I
1: keep telling you, everybody played perfect, and nobody knew how to, who to serve. Yeah, they're not giving any scores. I'm sorry, I don't. I wouldn't want to say because I could be wrong. No, don't but worry I about it. I know it was way over eleven.
0: Yeah, the scores I don't it matter. It's just more of like you know just what happened transpired and. What was your uh, mindset? What was your and Lang strategy going up against?
1: There wasn't. That's what I keep telling you. Nobody knew what to do. Everyone was playing perfect. It went on and on, and nobody knew who to serve of both teams. You should talk to Lang because he'll be more definite and you, you'll understand what he says
0: yeah How long I mean is...
1: Rundle and I we'd serve Bergman and he'd hit the ball in front of me I'd move in he'd hit it in front of me I mean and Rundle and I would laugh at each other because the hits were so unbelievable and nobody could get a point it just went on and on and on and can you talk to Rundle too?
0: I do. I have talked to Rundle. Well,
1: what did he say?
0: He gave a lot what, of. What did he gave a, a lot of the same information that you did? It just, um, you know, just be neat to have your perspective on it, like what you remember about it. It was pass set, uh, hit side out. No one got any points. How long would you guys go sometimes without getting points?
1: Well, I was playing. How would I know? Probably fifteen minutes. 20 minutes there was a lot of times that nobody could make a point
0: did you realize while it was transpiring that in that winners' finals that this is this is something special that's happening right here and now
1: yeah but I, we played them all year we knew how good they were every tournament we played them in the finals and, and the man hadn't beat Finals of the winners just went on and on. We used to really talk to Lang too and Rundle. And what
0: did it feel like when you would actually get a
1: uh, when you would get a
0: point? I don't know what you mean. How when you would earn a point, how would it come about? Somebody had to make a great dig or uh, they made a bad pass? What happened that you would actually get a point?
1: Boy, I can't really I don't know how we ever got a point because it seemed like nobody made a mistake. So I guess some of them were when somebody would... That's a good question. You should ask what they say because I don't... All I remember
0: is we were siding out as good as we could both teams. And then you'd serve Rundle for several serves, he'd side out you'd go back to Bergman serve him several serves he'd side out and you just didn't know what to do basically yeah.
1: I'm sorry, I'm really not remembering all I remember is that we did not know who to serve at the start of the year, Bergman got cramps the first tournament yeah I guess it was Santa Barbara they beat us and then we won a double finals and Bergman pooped out and after that he got in better shape and it just went on and on every tournament and the Manhattan Beach was the most that's what I remember nobody could make a point everybody was siding out really well
0: and I think when I talked to Rundle he said like when you actually earned a point you felt like it was the neatest thing in the world because they were so damn hard to come by. Is that? Uh, oh
1: yeah, nobody. They, everyone was siding out really well. You went on and on before you ever got a point.
0: And there were times where, there, literally, it took fifteen, twenty minutes before a, a, a team would score a point. Yeah, probably. Lang couldn't dig. Uh, Lang couldn't dig Rundle or Bergman. Neither could you, and they couldn't dig you or Lang. And it just was like, you guys were at your absolute best. It sounds like at the yes. peak of your powers. Where it was just a.
1: Yeah, it was the best tournament I ever played. As far as how all four players played.
0: In in your entire career nothing ever came close to that is that fair to say
1: well it was the best i think a couple of other times we played them it was probably close and when i played with valley we played them and we played awful well in 69 valley and i beat them at manhattan beach flat out and you know i don't think they were quite as good as 68 but we, we beat them
0: And what made Rundle and Bergman s- such a good team Lang considers them to be the best team he ever competed because
1: they against. could do everything they could pass, set, and hit I mean it's, it's, they were that good you know we talked about this over and over they were great passers, they were great setters and great hitters really great hitters. Bergman, you know how good a hitter he was, and Rundle was just like him. He was the best player indoors and on the beach in the country.
0: In 68, which not a lot of That's pretty
1: good. Only two players have ever done that is a hitter that I know of, and that was Selcic and Karch. And I don't really know about Karch. Uh, I... I know he was considered really good indoors. I have no idea how good he was. Do you?
0: Yeah, I, I saw him, and he was, yes, he was.
1: Hitter. I mean, they had other really good hitters on that team, right?
0: Yes, yeah, you had great players, but that says it all that our. Uh, right? I think
1: the 68 team, Rundle, was the best hitter. Indoors, he, nobody could blocking because he hit the ball cross court so sharply and nobody ever could stop it and and i don't know what happened when Karts played i i was long gone they had timmons right and powers they
0: had timmons they had powers they had
1: and karch wasn't he also setting
0: part-time or i'm i'm
1: I no, he wasn't a
0: setter, he was a swing hitter for them, but, you know... Um, but
1: he and, he and Sinjin played a 6-0, and they were the setters. Yeah. So Karch, I thought, was a setter, and, and that's different. I mean,
0: in, in college, they did that at UCLA. They didn't do it on the Olympic team, I don't think.
1: Sinjin told me they did. When they played, they beat everybody. Maybe he was referring to college, but I think he told me when he was on the national team and they played, they played six zero and they were the setters. No, because so I hit. think
0: then they had uh, Dusty Dvorak, and he was setting the table perfect. They were just uh, passing and hitting, and they played amazing together, but Beal was... Uh, just didn't care for Sinjin But at didn't
1: all. Sinjin and Karch play together on the Olympic team before Sinjin got kicked off?
0: Yes, they did. and they
1: Yeah, you should talk to Sinjin about that.
0: They they sat at UCLA. Karch was a freshman in 79, and Sinjin was a senior, and they played incredibly together. And Al Skates told me when uh, Karch came to UCLA that fall, he, uh, even during practices, he'd say, Sinjin, you're peppering with Karch, and that's it. And uh, that's what they did, and they set a 6-0. Just, just a second.
1: What, Connie? Kind of... Oh, okay, sorry. Well, so you know what, probably more about that than I do. Yeah,
0: well, that's that That much. That was the, how they both, it was a 6-2 where you you hit in the front row and you sat in the back row or... And that's what they did at UCLA with Karch and Syngin.
1: Yeah, they played a six zero. 0 I know that,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think, well, from my terminology, it was a 6-2, but yeah. Um, yes, and they were incredible and unstoppable. On the Olympic team at that time, though, they had Dusty Dvorak, and, you know, he's setting the ball every damn time because he's arguably the greatest indoor setter ever, uh, at least in America.
1: But, I believe if they had a tryout for setting, Lang would
0: win. Well, yeah, could, yeah, that
1: y- he could hit way better. There's no way Dusty Vork hit indoors like Lang did.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with you on that. You saw him, um, and that would be a fair as- assessment. But
1: but really, I think the best indoor setter our country's ever had is Gene Selznick. Come on. <laughs>
0: Uh, I hear ya. I hear ya. I've seen the pictures. And
1: of I thought Karch was close to that. I never saw Karch. I can't comment. But wasn't he a great setter?
0: Yeah, he did everything incredibly well. He was like uh, all you. But could. I
1: guess he could. You couldn't compare him to Selsey because he wasn't a setter very long.
0: Nope, nope. Uh, once he got to the national team, he was a swing hitter. He passed every ball nails. Yeah,
1: so he was more like Rundle, where where Selznick was, uh, I think he was, uh, you need to talk to Lang again, he was there much more than me, but Selznick was, I don't know, how how
0: I... What made, uh, on the beach in that Manhattan Open, what were uh, Rundle's strengths that you uh, had to look out for when he was hitting? Did he... uh,
1: He hit the shit out of the ball. He was a great hitter.
0: (laughs) I heard he moved like a ghost on the sand. It was scary to watch him. He was so fluid as an athlete.
1: He was really quick. He could really jump. He hit the ball really hard. He was a great setter. He was great at everything. But he really hit the ball. I never. I mean, maybe Card hit the ball like Rundel and Bergman. I, I don't know if Singen did. I I don't know if he hit the ball that hard.
0: And you and Lang, being the talented players you were, was it getting humbling when you're playing against them and they're pounding the shit out of it and you couldn't? Well, make so it? did Lang. Yeah, I think so he did he it. Didn't hit. And so did you, and they weren't digging you guys, and you were moving the ball around with shots and keeping them off balance and, and vice versa.
1: shots, we hit the ball.
0: He had perfect sets. He didn't have to do shots. And it was perfect passing, it was perfect setting, and perfect hitting. Is that what basically That's what, what I'm
1: saying, yes. Like Lang says, they both could... Half set,
0: and hit. And Lang told me, he goes, you knew where Henry was going to hit. More often than not, he hit angle. But it's like Randy Johnson, he knew what his best pitch was. If you're in the batter's box, it didn't matter.
1: Yeah, Bergman was that good a hitter. But I also, when I played with him, he hit line. But maybe he hit line, line a little more with me because I probably pushed the ball a little more than it. I don't know. And but when that Norman could hit the line.
0: And when that ball was coming at you from those guys, were you ever scared of it?
1: Well, oh, you just couldn't dig them. They were two good hitters. It's like playing bright, no I mean, they were really good hitters. You didn't dig them.
0: And when you guys got to that final, uh, for the f- final game in the not the winners' finals, but the finals. And again, it went uh, three games. They uh, won 2-1, to one and it again went like 17-15, 18-16, 19-17, something like the that. the finals got dark. No, I'm talking about the one game to 15 then after that, where it was already close to being dark. And who decided that you guys were going to play that, fifth, uh, that final game to 15? Rundle and Burr and Lang. Because you guys, knew it was
1: going to get dark. They both wanted to play, so Bergman and I didn't say anything.
0: You deferred to the other guys.
1: I deferred to Lang, and he deferred to Rundle.
0: And you guys were up. What do you remember you being up in that fifth, uh, that that game, uh, that the final game, then? Um, the fifteen. I
1: say it was nine to four when Lang told me he couldn't see.
0: And that's, that's when the court had to be lit by the uh, car lights from people. I don't remember that. And what was it like when they would serve you guys?
1: When do you mean?
0: In that final game.
1: We were going to win. It was 9-4, to four, but I can't say that. I mean, but I say it was 9-4. to four. I will say that. And then Blaine told me... He couldn't see to set the ball, and after that, it it was not volleyball anymore. Nobody could see.
0: It was whoever I mean, could see the best in the dark. What? It was whoever could see the best in the dark, and Lang, being the oldest, couldn't see.
1: I couldn't see either. That's all I remember. It, it degenerated into nothing. In it, we couldn't see. I couldn't see either.
0: So it was anticlimactic in that sense because after you guys playing those many matches for yeah, that many hours, yeah, it wasn't hours,
1: volleyball anymore. It was dark. How do you play volleyball in the dark?
0: And serves were just dropping where you guys wouldn't even see it till it hit the sand.
1: You gotta remember how many years was this ago? Over fifty. So I remember we were ahead nine to four. And Lang told me he couldn't see the set. I remember that. And very soon after that, I couldn't see the ball. If they served, I didn't know where the ball was. So how could you see anything? And it it just degenerated into like jungle ball. Nobody could see.
0: perfect
1: volleyball, it degenerated into where you didn't know what was happening. Deteriorated.
0: Yeah, good thing Connie's there to give us some good work. But
1: before that, Ronald and Bergman were playing perfect, and so were Lang and I.
0: And it was a horrible way to end what was arguably considered to be the best volleyball that was ever played in a final at Manhattan Beach.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty true. Well, I don't know about after that. I wasn't there, but it was the best I ever played in and when that well, they were the best they were the best team
0: and you guys played how many tournaments that year in 68 against one another and what was the record
1: three and three
0: up until Manhattan so you were evenly matched
1: no it ended up three and three there was eight tournaments in 68 I won five. Two at the end when Rundle and Bergman didn't play. So I won three, and they won three when we played each other. And they won Manhattan. We won the tournament after Manhattan when Bergman and Rundle sort of got into it. I don't really know what happened. But they forfeited.
0: They That was down in, uh, I want to say Corona Del Mar in San Diego. and after the Laguna Niguel. Laguna Niguel. And uh, Rundle and Bergman were just exhausted from the week before, and they, um, they said, you know what, I'm not into this. I'm still exhausted well, from I last week. I don't think
1: we were into it either, but we had enough male discipline to play.
0: And uh, Rundle said that about you and Lange, so that's what he respects the most about you guys is that... Um,
1: what did Rundle say?
0: He told me during our interview that he said he had the utmost respect for you and in lang because that tournament after the manhattan open that was so exhausting and seven hours of volleyball the way
1: it, well, was. it was emotionally exhausting we, we didn't feel like playing either but we did
0: and rundle said he and bergman after their first game they lost and they said to one another you know what we're out of here we're done we're not in the condition they lost to
1: Rundle, I had a friend Mike McCann and his partner, and he was a pretty good player. They and I don't know what happened. We were playing, you think we felt like playing?
0: No, but I, I think it's a and big I remember
1: con- in the finals of the winners, we played Dane Selznick and Bobby Jones, and Dane Selznick played really good against Lang. And I knew right away we were in trouble, and I told Lang, We've got to serve Bobby Jones. Dane
0: Selznick or Dean Selznick?
1: What? Dane Holtzman.
0: Dane Holtzman.
1: He was really good, and he played really good against Lang. And they were playing really good. And I told Lang right away, I said, we have got to serve Bobby Jones. He was the stronger hitter, but Dane Holtzman could side out against Lang. And you could just tell we... It wasn't going to go good for us. So we Sir Bobby Jones and got away from all that, and we ended up winning. But you think we wanted to play?
0: No. Well, I think that's a big compliment to you when I interviewed Rundle. He said that, one, he always considers that Manhattan Beach Open a tie because it wasn't volleyball anymore. And he knew Lane couldn't see well in the dark after practicing against him and you at Sereno Beach. So it was...
1: Yeah, but but the real fact was it got so dark nobody could see. And that's bad. It was great volleyball. And then it turned, we played in the dark and nobody could play. So that was what was really sad. The tournament shouldn't have ended like that.
0: And that's the general consensus. Lang has said that. Rundle has said that.
1: It was totally dark. I mean, it was 9 when, 4 when Lang told me he couldn't see. I mean, they got 11 points after that. So, you know, it got dark.
0: How did you handle it when the final ball landed and you guys lost? Because of the Lang dark?
1: I was just sitting there. I felt really bad. Because I thought he deserved to win the tournament.
0: Yeah, he told me he laid there with his head in the sand for about five minutes, and uh, he said he just walked home.
1: Yeah, I don't think we were going to lose that tournament.
0: How'd you handle it? Were you devastated? What?
1: How'd well, you deal of course. with it? I was always upset when we lost. But that was weird. It just wasn't volleyball. When your partner tells you he can't see, he can't see, you know it's not volleyball anymore shouldn't have happened. We should have quit.
0: should have called it a draw and you both would have had first for that open, right? What are you eating, Ron? I don't
1: know if we would have had a a playoff or called it a tie. (coughs) The tournament director offered to call it a tie. I don't know what they would have done. (coughs) Everybody had never faced that before. Nobody made the right decision. We should have quit. Never should have played.
0: And if you guys had done that, what would it have the tournament been called?
1: The tournament director offered to call it a draw, I think.
0: And then you, all four of you, would have had a first place for Manhattan.
1: I don't know. It never came about because both Lang and Rundle wanted to play, and Lang knew he was going to win, so of course he wanted to play.
0: All right. Anything else you want to say about the tournament, Ron?
1: Sorry, what do you mean?
0: Anything else about it that we didn't talk about that you want to chime in on?
1: It was the best tournament I ever played in. We all played the best we could play. I mean, we played for seven hours and it was a tie. How many times has that ever happened? I don't think ever, right?
0: No, no, between the winners and the finals. We played two
1: finals, and it it was dead even, and we played for seven hours. The furthest, biggest discrepancy of any game was 11-8. All the other games were two-point games, so I think they were all over 11. Except maybe one. But I think the finals of the winners, all three games were way over 11. Yeah. I've never seen that before.
0: And you consider that the best you ever played, and saw Lang, Bergman, and Rundle ever play that day.
1: Yeah, I think we both, all four of us played as good as we can play.